where parents come with problems and leave with solutions. I'm Paula Fellingham. Thank you for joining me. Today's episode is on teaching responsibility. You know, one of the most important things we can learn in life is to take responsibility for our own thoughts, words, and actions. An American president's wife, Eleanor Roosevelt, she spoke about this when she said, no one can offend me without my permission, close quote. We can choose what we think and how we act. When we take responsibility for our thoughts, words, and actions, we don't allow people to make us angry. We wouldn't say, you make me so angry, because no one makes us angry. We can choose to be in control of our emotions. When we're responsible, we no longer blame others, the weather, or our memory, or anything else. For example, we wouldn't say things like, it's not my fault, I forgot. You know, when something goes wrong, we can explain, but we don't make excuses. When we make a mistake, we take responsibility for it. We admit when we're wrong. Linda Kavlin Popov, in her book, The Family Virtues Guide, she described responsibility well. Quote, being responsible means that others can depend on you. She said, being responsible means to do something well and to the best of your ability. Being responsible is being willing to be accountable for what you do or don't do. You accept credit when you do things right, humbly, of course, and accept correction when things go wrong. When you're responsible, you keep your agreements. If you agree to do something for your family or for a friend, you don't put it off or you don't forget about it. You make sure it gets done. Being responsible is the ability to respond ably. Close quote. Additionally, children learn responsibility by doing as much as possible for themselves. As young children accomplish even the smallest things, older children and parents should praise them and their ability to do things for themselves. Parents, the fewer things we do for our children, the more time we'll have to do things with them. All right, and here's a story. Just over the six-foot fence in Jason's backyard was a parking lot for an apartment building. Someone had tossed a paper bag of empty beer bottles from the parking lot over the fence into Jason's backyard where he found them. Jason took the bottles and tossed them one by one back over the fence into the parking lot. Since he couldn't see through the fence, he couldn't see them land. But he could hear the crash each time a bottle broke in that parking lot. It was kind of fun, he thought. That evening, a man from the apartments rang the doorbell, and Jason, who was downstairs, overheard the man telling his father about a punctured tire. Jason went quietly to his room. He quickly put on his pajamas, got in bed, and pretended to be asleep. His parents, after reassuring the neighbor that they would pay for the tire if it turned out to be their son's doing, sat down to decide how to handle the incident. They realized that they had three challenges. To help Jason tell the truth about the matter, they knew him well. They knew him well enough to make sure that what the truth probably was. They wanted also to help him feel sorry for what he'd done and they wanted to help him feel enough responsibility for his actions that he wouldn't do something similarly irresponsible in the future. As they t thought about it, 
They realized that it was fortunate the whole thing had come to their attention after Jason was in bed when they had time to think it through rather than in his presence. Otherwise, they might have confronted him without turning it into a learning experience. When Jason came to breakfast the next morning, Dad said, Son, I noticed that sack of beer bottles. Whoever tossed them into our yard shouldn't have done that, should he? Jason looked up with a little hope in his eyes, and he said, No, they shouldn't have. Dad said, You probably felt like tossing them back over and didn't really stop to think that they might hurt somebody or break something. Well, Jason looked down and said nothing. Did you throw them over, son? There was a pause and then a quiet, yes. Son, we're proud of you for telling the truth. A man's car ran over one of those bottles and got a flat tire. We're lucky none of the bottles broke a windshield, but we do need to decide what to do about the flat tire. Do you feel sorry about throwing those bottles and puncturing the tire? Yes said Jason. Are you going to take responsibility for what you did? Yes. Jason cleaned up the rest of the glass. He saved money from working for three weeks to pay for the tire. He apologized to the car's owner, and then he promised both his parents and the car owner that he would never throw anything over the fence again. Jason made restitution and took responsibility for his actions. Oh, this is such an important, important lesson for children and for all family members to learn. So, if you are parents listening to this, you might ask your children, what would you do if you broke something in our home? Or if you had a family job to do and your friend asked you to go swimming, what would you do? Would you do the family job first and then go swimming? What if your teacher gave you a math assignment and you didn't understand it, but it was supposed to be finished the next day? What would you do? What if you were tending a neighbor's child who was in the bathtub and the phone rang? What would you do? It's wonderful to talk to our families about choices and especially about taking responsibility for our thoughts, for our words and especially for our actions. All right, my friends, until the next episode, have a beautiful day. Make sure you subscribe to my podcast, tell your friends about Solutions for Families, and come see me at paulafellingham.com. As always, I send you my love.